What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, baby. Hello, my love. I think I just came. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All you listeners at home, I bet you're feeling pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, pretty really, dumb. Yeah, pointed out. Hi, everybody. Thank you all so, so friggin' much for coming out. This is, uh, this is really neat. Uh, this is our first time performing together in the city that, well, I guess not technically not, but this is kind of the first time that we performed outside of school in the city that we met. Even though we went to theater school together, we only ever performed a brief split moment uh, on stage together. So yeah. in this city. Yeah, that's right. And, so uh, this is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Look at us. I love Five, you. This baby. is great. Uh, um, well, okay. So you know what? Let's, let's start with this. Who, uh, by a round of applause, who is it like a, an active, consistent listener to Turn Me On Podcasts? Okay. So there's a there's a weird there's a bit of a weird thing about that, right? Like you you listen to the show and you know so much about us and like our personal sex lives and and we know so little about you. And so um oftentimes if that if that happens in public, like I say I'm I'm out somewhere and someone comes up and says, "Hey, I'm a big fan of the show." It's great cuz I'm like, "Oh, sweet." 
now I just play catch up with you. I don't have to tell you shit about me. I just sit here and play catch up. But in this kind of scenario, I feel a little bit weird because you're, you're there. You don't have a mic. We're not really talking to each other. We're, you're being talked at. So I want to give you guys the opportunity. Well, I want to take the opportunity for the two of us to get to know you a little better. So we're going to play a little game to start things off. Usually when we do this, there's no lights. So <laughs> this will be really interesting to see how it goes. And you know what? It's a safe space. We're all here together. You know, no one's judging. So Bridie, um, why don't you explain the the rules to this game? Okay, so the, the way this game works is that um, I'm just going to make some statements that are true or false statements. And um, if they're true for you, you're going to stand up. But um, we'll warm up with Jeremy. So we'll get... <laughs> I could hear people in the audience going, fuck. <laughs> and we're all like sure. very polite because we want to be as honest as possible, right? But I mean, if there's anything you have that you really want to hide, obviously you don't have to stand up, yeah. right? Well, I, I'm going to test it out. So why don't you like just, just fucking hit me? I'll be, on, you, you, I'll be honest with you. Okay. Uh, my name is Jeremy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm going to stay standing now because you said that? And then You're going to stay standing until you hear something that's not true. Gotcha. Okay. I'm a podcast host. Mm. I am perfectly healthy. <laughs> that's a fucking low blow. <laughs> I teach yoga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a third nipple. Uh, I'm going to sit down on that one. I have tattoos. I do. I like horror movies. Yeah. I know how to tango. I don't. I, no. I paint my toenails. Yeah. I own a strap-on. I, I do. <laughs> it's not... I, I, I do own one, but I don't... I, I, it you was co-own sent, it? I, yeah, I co-own it with a couple of It's a buddies. community strap-on. Yeah. <laughs> I like a tongue on my butthole. Uh, okay, I like beer. Okay. All right, uh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Now I'm feeling weird. Now, now if, a, if a question comes up, I think now we should all do it together. So now we're in this together. So you guys get the hang of it? You all know I have a all strap right. on and I like a, a little bit of a tongue on my butthole. Okay. Okay? Uh, I am a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody? Okay. Wait, really? No one? Come on. Okay. How about... How I'm, about a, I'm a daddy. I'm not a dad. But I'm okay. a daddy. I consider myself kinky. Sure. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Hey, welcome, folks. Yeah. Take a look around. You're in good company. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I consider myself vanilla. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Sit. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, I masturbate daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am in a uh, relationship. Wow. Oof. I am in a non-monogamous relationship, consensually. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that was a really important one there. Uh, <laughs> consensually, though. Consensually. <laughs> I have a sex toy. Yes. I uh, I like to be spanked. Uh, no, I'm not really. I, don't, I'm like, I like to spank. I've hired a sex worker. Mm, I've been tested for STIs in the last month. Yes, you have. Yeah, all right, Toronto. I have paid for porn. Yes. There you Let's go. Um, I have hit subscribe and left a rating and review on, uh, on Turn Me On Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you did not stand up for that, <laughs> take out your fucking phone. right, Leah, I cannot believe you're not standing right now. Unbelievable. <laughs> I have had an affair. 
Ooh. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. I I have been affected by infidelity. Oh. Much higher numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I spit. I swallow. Yeah. Oh, wait, I, do I have had sex in public. Mm-hmm. I have had sex in a car. I have been in an orgy. Mm-hmm. Wait. I, well, never mind. <laughs> I've named my genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what did you name your genitalia? Uh, Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Thank you. Thank oh, you. man. Charlie. Or Charlie for short. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, I am single and ready to mingle. Here we go. Is that right? Now, Woo! Let's take now, a look just around. Take a, take take a, a moment and look around. <laughs> All right, that's the end of that game. So nice getting to know you. It was like speed dating. It was fun. Yeah, thank you for, for that. Give yourselves a round of applause for that one. <laughs> we have a very diverse group of people. We do. Mm-hmm. Well, like we were saying earlier, Bride, it's, it, it does feel good to be back here. And it's, it's nice because this is where, like I said earlier, we met here. This is where we, we fell in love. This is where we uh, were, we, we were uh, not... Uh, consensually non-monogamous yeah that's right and also we we had an affair mm-hmm. with each other yeah you that's ever been in steamy. that situation where there's just like a little overlap just, you know it's not a, ideal it's certainly not just but a tad does, of an overlap does tend to happen yeah um and uh we we got to know this city pretty good i think there one of the questions in there was I've had sex in public. Yeah. Yeah, we have like a little like bingo card going. <laughs> I don't know if you, anybody here had sex in public in the city? In the mm-hmm. city of Toronto? Hands up if you did. Yeah. All right, how about this? Keep your, this is fun. Another game. I, we're making this up right now. If you had sex in the city in Toronto, put your hand up. It, have you had, and if you, okay, now, hands up if you've had sex, keep them up, if you've had sex in, what's that place called? Um, Allen Gardens. Allen Gardens. <laughs> Oh man, that is some nasty outdoor sex. Let me yeah. tell you. But I think I fun. saw you there. Um. <laughs> how about how about in an alleyway on Bloor Street? All right, yeah. Where else? Um. Oh, what was that? What's the sex club called? Oh, uh, Wicked. It's anyone no, it's not been there to Wicked? Wick- yeah, ever someone in the back. You're Wicked. Boop, yeah. Boop, boop. Uh, Oasis. Anybody fuck with Oasis? There we go. Never been. Never been. How about the dressing room at the Harborfront Center? How about room? Me neither. <laughs> how about room three hundred two at Ryerson Theater School? <laughs> okay. Any other uh, any other favorites you want to share? Any little secret yeah, spots? Any, yeah, yell it out. But like, just be like Pearson. Pearson Airport. Pearson Airport. <laughs> Where in the Pearson Airport were you banging? <laughs> wow, my God! What Agreed. I heard some, someone else someone yelled something back there. What what is it? Oh, oh, yeah. Beautiful. There's a lot of fucking, fucking places in Trinity Bellwood, yeah. We were actually, uh, we were talking about um, this trip that we took on mushrooms in Toronto, and we walked from Ryerson University to High Park, and it was myself and Jeremy and uh, our friend Christian, and I think that was where my MMF like threesome fantasy spurred from. It didn't happen, but oh I remember God. like laying down finally in High Park, snuggling together in like the freezing cold, like 5 a.m. morning, being like, 
we should do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been really, that would have been uh, kind of intense, uh, coming down from mushrooms, freezing in High Park and having a threesome. Your first, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, it, again, it feels really good to be back here. And uh, we last night we were actually in Ottawa. We did a live show at Algonquin College, if anyone's familiar. Uh, and amazing crowd, amazing group. We actually were, we were introduced by a... Um, uh, what, what was she's her deal? A, she's a sexologist, and she works for the university as a, I think it's like a coach, an educator, but like in a really fun way about consent and uh, and like safe sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is really ironic because uh, I, I've now performed it at Algonquin a few times, <clears throat> and two out of the so last night and the last time I was there with the Sick Boy, which is the other podcast that I host, we there we found. Used condoms on the stage at Algonquin. I pulled the couch out in the green room to like try to find an outlet, and I was like, oh. Used condom back there. Yeah. Which reminded me of this story that recently happened. I haven't told on the podcast yet, and we were talking. I should share it tonight. Uh, There's a a comedian, stand-up comedian called um, uh, David Cross. Fucking, he's he's great. Great comedian. He's got this bit. And the bit's like, it's about like, <clears throat> you know, how do, co- how, do you, how do you find used condoms on the street? And uh, has, I mean, that's, I feel like that's something, I definitely happened here when I was living in Toronto. Not in Ottawa. No, not on the streets. It's a very clean it's city. It's a very clean city. Yeah. yeah. Montreal, it's fine. I mean, Montreal is a condom, really. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, so, so, yeah. So, I, I, he, t- he told that joke and the whole like premise was like, how on earth does a condom end up in the, in the middle of the street? Um, so here's a, a, a little story. I was recently in San Francisco and I had, I'd linked up with this, uh, this gal that I met at a bar and we hit it off like really quickly and, but she was from Oakland and I had all my luggage. Like I was going from a hotel to my, my buddy's house, like down the road. And she was like, well, I could take you back to my house. And I was like, I am not going to Oakland with you right now, but, uh, we can, you know, I'll walk you to your car. And she was like, absolutely. Let's go to my car. We get to her car. And she's like, why don't you get in? We can make out. Sure. I'm so game to make out in a car. It's my favorite. <clears throat> so we hop in her car. We hop in the back of the car. And we decide, let's have some sex. Clothes come off. She's driving a clown car. You know, like, it's, it, like she might as well be driving a, a 1950s bug. Like, there's no space for sex. So, you know, she's bouncing her head off the ceiling. And I'm trying to, like, move. It, it's just not working. But we got so far that I had the condom on. And then we decide, you know what, this is neither the time and especially not the place. So we decide to call it quits. It was really nice to meet you. We, take, we say goodbye. I grab my gear and I start walking to my friend's house. And I'm like texting on my phone and, you know, like trying to like figure out where I am. And I'm a little bit drunk. I'm, I've never been to San Francisco before. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what is that feeling? Oh my God, I'm wearing the condom still. And I feel like like I weird about it. Like I I feel like it's like ruining my underwear <laughs> or something. So I'm like, oh, this, like I gotta, stuck to your this leg. has got to go. So I'm I'm literally walking down the sidewalk and I grab the condom by the tip. And I don't know if you, have you ever taken a condom off by the tip of the condom? No, you haven't. I grab the tip and I start to pull it out. And it, it like it's like a magic trick. Like it just stretches. All the way, it just keeps going. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, and I'm still walking, and I'm going, oh my god! And then all of a sudden, it snaps off, and I'm I'm standing there. I'm going, holy shit! Like I start laughing out loud at myself. Then I realize 
you're in, you're outside. Like, I'm literally on, like, the fucking full house street. Like, I can see the family in the window. And I'm going, and I throw the condom in the middle of the street. And as soon as it hits the ground, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it happens. Dude, that's it was, so, it was so fucking weird. I love that visual, though. I'll never get that out of my head. I know. Yeah. It kind of hurt, too. Like, it's like, you know, I don't know. We don't have to go that far, but. You know, because it was stretching. It was stretching, <laughs> but also, like, I think my dick was stretching with it. And, like, a flaccid dick can stretch. Like, apparently, that's. Um, uh, I, well, yeah, well, now we're getting into some stuff that I just don't think we should get into. But anyway, yeah. You had a weird condom experience, like, semi-recently, didn't you? Well, I no, I just, not semi-recently, I would oh, was say. It a, was no, it a while ago? I just found, like, because so you were talking about that and, like, disposing of condoms, and it made me, I dated, or I saw this guy, I thought it was a one-night stand, but, and I woke up the next morning, and it was, like, a condom floating in the toilet. <laughs> and I was like, why, like, why would you just try to flush it down the toilet, like, you're you work on the ocean like you know that we got to protect our waters that's like, where the what? fish live don't give the fish condoms <laughs> and then i told him the next night because it didn't turn out to be a one night stand after all and uh he was like why and i was like okay this is you're putting in the garbage can or this is never happening again and i just let it slide because it was really great sex it's such it was uh, super yeah, hot well, mm-hmm. isn't that funny that we let things slide just because the sex is great mm-hmm yeah. What if I, what, like, who does that though? Slippery yeah, slope. Here's some great sex. Also, I'm going to go clog your toilet. So, <laughs> thanks for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I fucking fished it out. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I know. Okay. I wash my hands. Calm down. Um, um uh, okay. All right. <laughs> What's what, next? What, they're not recyclable though, right? They're not Onions? like the plastic you can bunch in with like the other soft plastics and like dispose of in that actually, way. I actually don't know. You're shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head? How do you know? What is it? Uh, latex. Latex, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Cum. Toxic. Yeah, like. Right, because you don't want to put cum where people work with. Yeah, right. I was just, I went to the dollar store because I was looking for th- those cups, these cups. And uh, and I was like, I should get some Advil because guaranteed I'm going to have a headache tomorrow morning. And, uh, and I was like, can you buy painkillers at the dollar store? Like, is that something that's okay to do and the package was kind of stapled together so and the Tylenol tasted like cinnamon I took one earlier oh just because God, I had a bit of a headache good. but then I was wondering would you buy condoms at the dollar store uh I, would you I, I I wouldn't <laughs> uh but you probably could okay all right yeah. I wasn't sure I didn't see them in there I didn't really look that hard uh but. I'm gonna just bring this up while you bring up the brain bone of their bridey but oh, yeah. um let's see can I do this over on the screen here Again, not technically savvy. I love this website. Does anybody fuck with WikiHow? Oh my god, it's so funny. Here, I don't know who this. writes for that, but they let's they try definitely. This here. Hold on a second. There's a big screen over here, everyone. It's uh, I don't we don't have this uh, at at our recording studio. So, how to dispose of a condom? Pinch it between your with, index finger and your thumb for sure. With photos, so uh, take the condom like that. I wouldn't I wouldn't remove it like that. Yeah, remove it correctly. Don't do what Jeremy did. Uh, a used condom still possesses the risk of pregnancy and illness. Don't spill it everywhere. Don't spill everywhere. 
<laughs> don't <laughs> spill everywhere. You do not want to uh, spend 20 minutes cleaning up. <laughs> Much less 18 years raising a child. <laughs> Where do you spill it to make a child? Who, who fucking wrote this? Okay. So Tie you, a knot in so it. So you braid it. Tie the condom off. The same way you tie off a balloon, you should tie, <laughs> you should tie off a condom. Make the loop. Okay, we know how to make a knot. Um, wrap it up. There you go. Wrap up the thing that you wrap up. So that people don't have to see it? And Look then, at all those condoms yeah, in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, there's no better place for a condom than the garbage. Uh, everywhere else is likely to cause problems. Save yourself the trouble, put it in the trash. And then walk outside with your shirt off. Because you just bang. So the whole neighborhood knows that you take just out had the tra- sex. I love, <clears throat> I love how it says take out. It's what, they're just telling you to do your chores? <laughs> yeah. Take out the trash. Uh, for the comfort of guests of, or those with whom you share living spaces, take the trash out. I mean, that's just common sense. Take out your trash, people. Uh, and yeah, there we go. Okay. Actually, can I share something about that? Um, about taking out the trash? If, this is, about, if you're about to is fucking about shit on me trash. for not taking out the trash. Well, I'll move on to the next thing I was going to say then. Okay, great. Um, okay, so this is kind of not really sexy at all, but... My grandmother, I lived with her for a little bit when, and this has nothing to do with condoms or sex, but I lived with her for a little bit and uh, she was really upset that I disposed of my sanitary products in the garbage can in the bathroom. And she was like, nobody. And she had a house cleaner that like cleaned for her her whole life. Her name was Ruby. And, um, and Wait, this is your Nana? My Nana. She had a house cleaner her whole life? Her whole life, yeah. Why I mean, is she m- the most baller-ass baller? She's but super I don't, baller. Did she work a day in her life? Yes. Oh, my God. Do you know what I just found out about my Nana? She was a private investigator. What? Yeah, yeah. So, first Friday's of all... family is so fucking beyond me. I don't get it at all. That, can you, we bring up... Can you find a photo of my Nana on the internet? So she's a dude, recent yes film star. It, she's uh, 85 and not that kind of film star. And she uh, she recently got like cast in in a comedy series that came out of Prince Edward Island, which is where I'm from. And uh, she stole the fucking show. She's, she's a, such a character. Anyway, but yeah, so she told me the other day she was a private investigator and she, she investigated insurance fraud and um, occasionally extra marital affairs um this is this is an ad that's not my nana this yeah, is so, so this yeah. is bridie's nana here uh yeah. la- right right there you can see her uh and she's dead as fuck no but you know what i i feel like this is we just gotta watch this we might not get to her right away though she's in the previous oh wait hold on hold on that's not what i was fucking clicking on i was clicking on this The, all of this is improv. Yeah, but you can only watch one fucking channel at a time. I only watch his boomer anyway. That's because he's so damn cute. Where do you want us to put the remote? Just stick it up your arse for all I care. I just want to be able to just flick it on and off. That's <laughs> and we fed you all those potatoes years ago to build up your strength and you couldn't even carry a fucking television. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! You know what's really funny is that's actually just what she's like. No, um, it's not. No, she doesn't swear. I mean, she does if she yeah. gets really angry. Oh my god! My sister posted a YouTube video. She had to take it down of my grandmother telling Trump off. Um, yeah, I know. And uh, anyway, it's not on the internet anymore. But that lovely lady right there, she uh, she was really adverse to me leaving my like period <laughs> products in the in the trash can, and so. I was like, uh, I guess I'll just put them in the trash can in my bedroom then. And this house cleaner still had to take them out. So I don't really, you know. I just what, like, why So what did Nana do with them? She, well, oh, she shit. had a total hysterectomy at 27. Oh, oh, so you don't get periods after that? I don't think so. Dude, I was Does a anybody know? health and you wellness don't get podcast. You think that, I'd yeah. know that. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, that's not the funny part of the podcast. But she, she, you know, she had some strong feelings about like, um, other uh, feminine like even if i try to talk to her about sex or anything she kind of she kind of she kind of shuts it down she doesn't she's not really into talking about it i want to get her on term young because i feel like she's had some crazy sex and i don't know I, so. I, I say there's a reason why people are like oh there, there's a reason why i say that like she had she's she's lived a, a pretty wild life she's lived a long long life yet yeah. and uh and with many different careers and uh and I think, you know, when her husband died like maybe 20, 30 years ago. And I, I think she's a closeted lesbian because yeah. all of her friends that's, are lesbians. That's the thing that makes me really yeah. fascinated to talk to her. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can't give away some of the things that I, I have heard. But uh, she's a fascinating, fascinating woman. And she doesn't swear like that. So that's all improv. And Shit. this is her for her TV debut. I know, it's so I funny. I know, she rocked it. Uh, let's hit this brain boner. We, okay. got, we, had a, <clears throat> we had a brain boner come in while we were actually traveling here. And uh, I feel like it's fitting because of uh, the book that you're currently reading, and it'll all kind of fit together. <clears throat> okay. Uh, he didn't say if I could say his name, but anyway. But he's, he's here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so no, Please he, no, stand up. Yeah. Um, no, he's from uh, Florida. Uh, this is very sweet. My wife and I have known each other since kindergarten. Our last names had us sitting together from kindergarten until middle, middle school when I left to go to a different school. We kept in touch a little and talked in high school, but didn't reconnect truly until college. Way back in kindergarten, she was my first crush. I had a thing for her ever since I met her, even though other relationships I would eventually have in high school etc. So when we got the chance to reconnect, it was awesome. We hit it off and within weeks of reconnecting, we were dating. Fast forward to now and we have been married for just over a year and our personal relationship has never been better. I love my wife with every ounce of my being and would do anything for her. There's just one problem. My sex drive is astronomically higher than hers, as well as my want for sexual exploration. She grew up very religious, but isn't anymore, and that has shaped her view of sex. It is very routine. I enjoy sex with her, but I yearn for more from it. She rarely even will perform oral, even though she knows it's something I enjoy greatly. She enjoys, enjoys oral performed on her, and I am always happy to oblige, for example... I've lately been mulling over the idea of trying to open our relationship, but don't have any hope she'll go for it because of her unfortunately conservative view on sex. I don't know what to do. There's nothing I wouldn't do for her, and she is my rock and my world. But physically, I don't find my needs met. Any advice on how to bring this up with her? I've tried before, but she shuts down. I start gentle and never cast blame on her. It isn't her fault my drive is higher than hers, and I don't want her to think I don't love her anymore when I do unconditionally. I just want my physical needs met, too. Mm. 
Ooh, I love the like Jerry Springer like. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I personally, I feel like there's there's not there's not a whole lot to. I don't know. This is it's interesting because like this is one of the small parts that played a role in how we ended up where we were, right? Like we were we were here, we were living here on the West End, and I remember we were in we were in my bedroom. I think we had maybe just had sex or we just woke up or something. We were in bed. And you were like, <laughs> you were like, hey, you have a really crazy sex drive and mine's a little more subdued. And if you want to, if you feel like I'm not, not living up to what you need, go find it out. Like, go get it from somebody else. And I remember just being like, fuck, no. What? Like, absolutely. No, 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 no. Because I was thinking that's a, it, I know it's a two way street and I don't feel I don't even want to think about you having sex with somebody else. But then, you know, things that you and so so basically inception, you inceptioned me. <laughs> now I see it. <laughs> Motherfucker. No, but like you that was the seed. You planted the seed and it, it continued the conversation continued from there. But it seems like in this scenario it's like at least from what he said, if it was brought up or it has been brought up and and this person that he's with shuts down every time it comes up. You're, it's a really hard. That's it. Seems like a really hard place to be. You know, I, I feel like it's like a sort of like a an ultimatum type scenario where you you ah fuck I don't know I don't know like I feel like there's not unless something evolves and changes in the relationship like they're in a really tough place. Yeah, I can't go quite get a read from his email about like. You know, you never know. You're not there. You're not a fly on the wall, so you don't know how the conversation is being broached. And he kind of said, yeah. like, I want to talk to her about opening the relationship, but the sense that I get from what he's written is that when when any subject, when bringing up the subject of sex, she shuts down. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I thought he tried to bring up the subject of, like, opening things up. No, I think he said he wants to bring it up, but he thinks she's going to okay, shut it down because yeah, yeah. she shuts down the conversation right. about sex. Okay. And I don't know because I've had uh, like I've had experience with like trying to have conversations about sex stuff that like are it's met with like a lot of reactivity and defensiveness, um, and I think I have been too. And you know I'm really like thinking a lot lately about um, that like that decline in attraction that kind of happens naturally in all relationships yeah like you get out of the the new relationship energy thing and things just start to like period yeah things start to sort of settle out and i understand that it's like different for everybody but i always really felt like there was something wrong with me and because like i would lose that desire it meant that i like i don't know it was my fault or my responsibility to like do something about it and I haven't actually ever really gotten any other messages from my sexual partners on that subject. And I know I'm not the only one because I am. I'm reading this I'm reading this book um by like a my gal, um Esther Perel. And Any Esther um, Perel fans out there? <clears throat> I just gonna anyone read- who doesn't know who Esther Perel is? 
Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Actually, for real. Well, okay. So she's like one of the most respected voices on modern love and relationships. She's a relationship therapist, and um, she's such a babe. She's a super babe. Oh she my speaks gosh. like nine languages. She's from. She's Belgian. Yeah. Her parents were survivors of the Holocaust, so she's got like. But 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 met on the day of like liberation, mm-hmm. and she watched them like continue to live beyond that like horrible event and like flourish and thrive and so she took this you know she's she's got a really interesting perspective and she speaks like nine languages and so this this book here specifically this is her second book the state of affairs the state of affairs rethinking infidelity and it's endorsed by surely you all know who dan savage is okay so he's like you know also an authority on all this stuff anyway he just says Anyone who's married, is about to marry, or would like to marry someday needs to read this book. If you have been cheated on, have cheated on someone, or might end up in a cheating predicament, meaning everyone, read this book. Yeah, this is like, that, that's 99.9% of the population. Yeah, and like, um, I'm like finding as I go through it, like a, it's very heartbreaking, but also very hopeful at the same time, and talking about like... Um, you know, her first book is about sustaining desire in long-term relationships. And that book is also really amazing. But, you know, the bottom line is like, we, we, we never really got married for love and sex leading up to the kind of current day. And we also didn't live as long. So now we're like partnering up and we want our partners to give us everything. And, um, for like twice as long, cause we're going to live till we're 80. Not and- me. <laughs> That's why I married you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Short-term commitment. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually thought about that sometimes. I'm like, yeah, Bri- Bri- is Brian just sitting there going like, won the lottery, get to marry twice for sure. <laughs> get to marry <clears throat> twice? I, yeah, I know. I know. That's the prize? <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I know, so it says married, but like it applies to relationships, any sort of committed relationship. And, you know, if you think you're in a relationship, is anyone here newly married like within the last year? Okay, great. Awesome. The last two years? Uh, clap. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up. Cover your eyes. Touch your toes. <laughs> um, no, because I, I think honestly there is this like nobody told me this. Um, until your mom told me this after it was over that the first year of marriage is like the fucking hardest. And My mom told you that? Yeah. She told me that after Whoa. it was over. And also... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. After it was over. Like, did, did what you just said sounded kind of like you just said, she told me when it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had no... I didn't know. I didn't have any support. Totally, yeah. You know? And like, yeah. why don't we talk about that? I want to talk about the most divorces happen in the first fucking year. And, you know, marriages Ooh. that happen in their 20s are actually way more susceptible to this problem issue. And uh, and no one's really talking about it. It's like we were young. Okay, here, let me ask you this question. I've never asked you this. Uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't ask you this right now. Have you have have you ever been? Uh, have you ever committed adultery with me since we've been married? No. Wow. Okay. I know. Because we opened our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Not but that, that, but, that, can't but that was like five. Within. That was five years in. You know what? You had though, five years to do it, and you didn't. To be honest with you, I, uh, I, when we, are you not going to ask me? 
That, were no, you no, I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I didn't. <laughs> I don't want to answer that question. Um, I don't want to know. And that's valid. Uh, you might not want to know. Yeah. So this book is like explores the state of, af- of affairs from all the perspectives, from like the, 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 I don't know, all the perspectives. And I'm just getting to the section of the book where they talk about the other woman. Um, has anyone here ever been the other woman? Has anyone here yeah. been the other uh, man? Mm-hmm. And the, all right, and then has Wish anyone I. here been the other person? Yeah, right, okay. right on, right on. So it happens, obviously, yeah. and um, yeah, it happened. I'm reading this, and it's like a big part of my healing experience because you're I, losing your mind over this book. We were on the flight, and you were literally <laughs> like, I was like, I woke up and I look over, and you're you're there with the book, and you're going. With your phone, you're just like taking oh my photos God. of every page. And I'm going, page. dude, you have the book in your hand. <laughs> Why are you taking photos of it? I have it? notes. I have it all written. Yeah. I don't need that one anyway. But um, <laughs> I'll okay, remember that okay. Part. So let's bring it back then to to Guy, our, our Flor- Floridian flan- friend, Fland, uh, who who has this predicament. Like, what what are your thoughts on that? Like, what do you what do you feel? Because I feel like we didn't really... I, I don't think... If he's listening right now, I don't mm-hmm. know if we gave him something to go with. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to... I definitely don't condone extramarital affairs, but I think... Okay, because that's where I thought you were going fucking, for a second. Yeah, I yeah. feel like if you don't acknowledge the fact that we're, nobody's immune to this, like if, you, if <clears throat> yeah. like your own relationship is not protected or s- different or special, like... You know, eventually there's going to be some some attraction that comes up and your choice is whether to act on it or not. But for for, you know, a lot of what I'm reading and this isn't like most of the book it's just what I retain right now in regards to that question is like it happens a lot when our needs aren't being met in a relationship. And we are like, you know, looking to protect the relationship that we have while outsourcing the things that we can't get. That's right. And obviously that can be done ethically with like ethical non-monogamy and a conversation. And, uh, you know, with us, that conversation took five years before we actually opened it up. So if you're like person that you want to broach the subject with, isn't like super responsive right away, maybe be patient and you know like maybe not patient with your fingers crossed being like well you know i'm hanging in hoping that this is gonna happen someday Mm -hmm. but like also do some research and read things together and like introduce like i think that's what this podcast has done too for people is like introduce topics that like that are icebreakers for conversation or listening to things together and be like what do you think about that or how do you feel about that not Mm -hmm. just about polyamory but anything we bring up um, but I, I just like think everybody should go home and read this book and I'm not getting any money for saying that. Um, but yeah, we're, actually we're just sending this to Esther and yeah. being like, Hey, can you come on our show? We, like we probably sold you like three books that night. <laughs> She'll be like, okay, cool. I'll come on your show. But like, she, you know, she talks about how like we all have multiple selves and you know, when you like get into a relationship, you often, I don't know. I don't want to say you often, but like I often felt like a little bit of a loss of self over time. Like as much as you don't want to let go of those parts of yourself, like some things are welcome in a particular relationship. Some modes of like self-expression are are accepted and then Mm. some aren't so welcome or they make someone uncomfortable. And like, 
that's why we have different friends who like we get to express different parts of ourselves with. And, you know, not that, you know, you have to have these romantic relationships to express those parts of yourself, but physical affection, like we've pretty much committed ourselves to saying like, you know, if we're monogamous, that this is the only person that I can get the physical affection from. And then what do you do if, if those things, okay. The other thing that I'm rethinking (laughs) is like, you know, we got her going guys. It's, it's, we're kicking in. Here we go. Okay. Buckle up is maybe it's like not my fault. You know, like one thing she, she says is like the responsibility for reviving a sex life in a relationship has traditionally fallen on the woman. Like there's no Victor's secret. You know what I'm saying? Like go out by lingerie. Try that. Try like, mm. you know, doing something different. Try like whatever. And, you know, fucking it doesn't work. Are you yelling at I'm me? I'm angry. I, I, I feel well, attacked. I'm angry right now because I'm in I this I don't know like, what to tell you. <laughs> I'm in this Try like, harder. <laughs> does it, I just want to know if it like, because I, it's way easier to have this conversation with all the people uh, instead of just like one person. But mm. like, do you ever, you ever, is anybody else, does it resonate for anybody else that like, okay, mm, they're, libido is higher mine is lower and so i need to bridge the gap um and so and not only that but like there's maybe it's not about libido like maybe it's about and this is another thing she talks a lot about is like commitment and security are like fucking killers of desire and lust because lust requires danger and like mystery and and wanting and like pursuing and then love is like love is is like security and comfort and those things she says it's not a problem to solve it's a paradox to manage it just Mm. it just is so can you we know, title the episode that? That's a. That's a. That, I like mean, that's that a good band name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we saw her speak at uh, South by Southwest, and I like, you know, every single thing. I'm like writing notes on my phone and being like, "Don't forget that part. Don't forget that part." And luckily, she repeats herself enough times <laughs> where you're like, "Yes, that's ingrained in me now." But like, I just feel this is not a like a statement of like surety or certainty right now. But I just kind of like. I kind of want to start that dialogue with sexual partners. Mm. Now I mean like, I feel like all of this is on me all of a sudden. Like I'm supposed to just like want to get into bed and like interrupt you watching a show on your laptop and be like, now's the time, you know? Yeah. And it's not about (laughs) fear. It's not about fear of getting like turned down. It's not that. It's just like, breaking out of of like comfort well she once one thing she says to you is like it's really dangerous to put yourself out there and make a move on somebody who is holds so much of your emotional security because if you get turned down yeah you, it's turned down from that person yeah yeah it's hard it's like your parents going i'm disappointed mm-hmm. yeah oh my kind god of like did that, someone just start crying exactly. i think i literally heard someone go i know I hate when my parents say that. Yeah, you know, like I feel, I don't know. I, I hope, I hope, I mean, you, you, Brady, you literally just busted out into a fucking monologue, which was r- radical. And I, I, it was so good. And I hope that there's something in there. I, this, here's the thing is our, our, that brain boner. I don't think there is an answer. 
You know, I think that answer has to come from <laughs> within. <laughs> Uh, and, and I feel like maybe there's, you know, there's, there's some inspiration in there in what you said. I hope, I hope, uh, Guy or whatever he wants to be referred to can take something from that. I, I think too, like one thing that I find really frustrating is <coughs> when someone's like, well, I'm working on this problem and you're like, how are you working on it? Are you working on it with the information you already know inside your head? Like, because that's not exactly, you're not going to find anything new in there. So like mm. read some books, yeah, watch yeah, some do videos, some do the work, you know, like introduce some yeah. new information to the conversation because yeah. if you're like, yeah, no, I'm working on it. And you're like, how? You don't even like talk to your friends about it because it's embarrassing. So yeah. Get some new information to work with. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I need to calm down. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? Honestly, this is this was this is this did not happen last night. Give her a round of applause for that fucking. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Bride, I am so friggin' stoked to talk about this new thing called OpenFit. Oh yeah, tell me about that. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I think it's safe to say that I find getting uh, fit and staying healthy is a lot easier said than done. Especially if you want to stay at home and not drive to the gym. <laughs> and that's one of my biggest issues. And that's where OpenFit kind of comes into play. So it takes all the complexity out of getting fit. Uh, the reason why is because it's this brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your own living room. Think about it kind of like Netflix, but instead of uh, sitting on the couch and binging some some true crime shows... You're y- binging some super fit trainers? Yeah, exactly. And they're busting your ass straight into shape. Well, I like to work out that way from home as well. And I hear that OpenFit has some badass personal trainers on the platform, including Andrea Rogers, who founded the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. Uh, yeah, actually, speaking of bar, we, we know a few people that, that teach bar. Holy since- shit, they're fit. I know. And uh, a little little tidbit of information I heard just through the rumor mill from a friend of ours who actually teaches it, she said that Barr uh, allowed her... She she started squirting after she, she practiced Barr. Well, after doing all those... Uh, what are those called? Squats uh, just now in the living room, I do feel like all my sex muscles got worked. Yeah, what are, what are those muscles called? Uh, your glutes, your inner thighs, your pelvic floor. Pelvic floor, that's the big one. That's, yeah, the, right. that's the key one. So here, here's the great thing about OpenFit. It's... Super friggin' simple. You can forget all the complexity and the stress around getting fit and just press play and boom, you're right there in your workout schedule. You can customize your own workout. You can build it 10 minutes at a time for exactly what you want for today or you can do a 30, 40 minute yoga class. Now, it's cool to be able to do a workout at your home but the awesome thing about OpenFit is you don't have to just do it at your home. You can do it anywhere, anytime. You can use a, a computer, uh, a web-enabled TV, a tablet, a smartphone, a, your Roku. I mean, anything can uh, can play OpenFit. Hell, you could you could do OpenFit at the grocery store. You could do OpenFit at the dog park. Yeah, while your dog's getting fit with other dogs. Mm-hmm. You could do OpenFit um, a, a, in the bathroom at the club. Absolutely. Warming up for that first date. Yeah, totally. 100%. Had too much to drink at the beer garden? (laughs) Work it off right there. Whip out your phone. Get to it. No need to wait. So here's the great thing about OpenFit is obviously doing these workouts, which we just did in our living room, literally like three minutes ago. (sighs) It 
whips your ass into shape. And mm. if you want to see results, if you want to be shedding calories, you want to feel good about your body. You're going to feel strong for sure. For sure. Uh, this is another really amazing thing for cardio. I, I find my lungs uh, really took a beat in there and I'm, I'm feeling really good. My heart rate is up. I still feel like I'm burning some calories. So here's the thing. OpenFit has changed the way that we work out. And with our code, turn me on. That's all one word, all caps. You can join us with our fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use turn me on and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can get fit, get toned, get strong. Start squirting. (laughs) When you text TURN ME ON, all capitals, one word, to 303030. Again, that's text TURN ME ON to 303030 to start your extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit. You'll get access to OpenFit, all the workouts, and nutritional information totally free. Again, just text TURN ME ON to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Uh, let's give a huge, huge fucking Torontonian round of applause for our guest tonight, Suze. You're very welcome. I bought those pink cups particularly for Suze. Oh, thank you. Hi, everybody. You look great. Pink looks really good on you. And me too, but you too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's part of my branding now, so I just have to wear it all the time. Is, is it actually part of your branding? Yeah. Well, how about this? Why don't you lay out for everyone what your what your whole deal is? Because you you have uh, you're very involved in like the is this safe to say like you're involved in the sex world? You are you are a what, what's the you have a lot of titles. What's what the you? first a thing you would say? Titles. What would you say you are? I'd say online content creator to my dating matches on online dating sites because that's just the easiest blanket term to throw at people. But um, I've been a sex blogger for three years now. It's my three-year anniversary of sex blogging. Okay. Um, so I talk about my sex life on the internet. Um, I also do amateur porn as well. Um, I'm a sex educator, a bunch of different stuff, yeah. I read your bio today on your website, which is like, 
delicious, by the way, your oh, website. You. And I was just like, oh man, I, I want her anyway um <laughs> and your your bio is really long and but one of the first things you say is uh i, I had never read it um uh you said bisexual hetero hetero romantic hetero romantic what does that yeah. mean yeah so um for me i am attracted to multiple types of people of genders and such but i'm mainly romantically attracted to people identifying as men so Yeah, and it's like that's open to change, of course, but that's just kind of like where I've been in my life so far. Right, right now you're super into boys. A lot of masked folks. A lot of boys. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. What? A lot of masked men? Folks. Uh, Okay. Yeah, masculine people. Oh, okay. So I thought we were talking about like a a, a, a Stanley Kubrick film. Yeah. Like men, but only men in masks. (laughs) Spider Man. No, I'm actually really not into masks. Tom Cruise in Eyes Wide Shut. Actually, I really don't like people with masks on. Like oh. mas- mascots <laughs> creep me out, so no thanks. Sorry, okay. furries. Masculine no. men without masks. We'll put it that way. Uh, you are your 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 blog is what what like if someone wants to look up your blog, what would they type into the the search? In- Red Hot Sues. That is me. Redhotsues.com. Red Hot Sues. Yeah. All right, sweet. Yeah. Cool. That's me. When was the last time you had sex? Um, was it? Last, what day is it? Saturday? Friday? Friday. Friday night. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. I filmed some porn. Oh, yeah. okay. What is that like? I, I, I. Jeremy has been wanting to get into that world for a long time. Straight up. Look, <laughs> so it. actually, so you know what? I know there's one person in the audience right now who's going to find this really funny. Uh, we met in. Watch out, that uh, will tip back. I, look, I, look. Um, I, I could be Spider Man. Um, <laughs> I went. We we went to Ryerson Theater School, and acting was like my degree. And I feel like I was I was pretty good at it. Like I, I feel like I'm a pretty good actor. Yeah. And my this was like my <laughs> my life goal that I knew I would never actually go for was I wanted to be the best acting porn star. Okay. I wanted to be the porn guy that was like nailing the scenes, stealing nailing the them. show, stealing really the show with the lines. Them. Maybe not so much with the sexual performance. Um, I can just hear a director being like, God damn it, Jeremy. You got to tone down the acting. Yeah, Yeah, I really... Okay, look, I believe you're the pizza man, but (laughs) you you literally came in two seconds. Uh, You want your pizza quickly or you got to deliver it for free, right? (laughs) Do you think? Do you think wow. that there's sex body? Like, do you think that there's porn body doubles? That's not a thing. Hey, you're, you're, if you're doing it, you're doing it. So you're doing it. I do amateur porn, so I make it all myself, and like, it's mainly just me masturbating. To be honest, most of the time, I've like collaborated with like a couple people with dicks, um, but like mainly it's just me. But I don't think body doubles is a thing. But they do have like, I, like I think you think got so just hi- you got hired for your body. Yeah, and, like, most of the times, yeah, and then right. like they have like fluffers to fluff people up for like keeping, that's them, a job. keeping them hard yeah so like that's, <clears throat> that's a such thing. a job who's the like who is the fluffer like is the fluffer the person that that's like yeah, I wanted to do porn but I just don't want my mom to see it so I'm here to <laughs> I'm on the side the sex dick yeah. yeah um I'm not sure I'm not I sure I just really love that. the industry 
yeah, yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I'm very passionate. Um, no, I, I don't know anything about like pro porn, so I'm not the person. Well, tell us about that. some amateur porn. I, amateur look, porn. I'm not gonna lie. This might sound weird. Uh, I've watched a little bit of your work, and I, I was just Thank doing. You. I was doing research. Okay, okay <laughs> sure. Show. All right. Uh, that's, that's everyone who jerks oh. off to my previews. Oh so God, <laughs> here we go. Um, and it's it is it's you're you're definitely doing it. You're doing it for real. No, um, I'm. I'm not doing fake amateur no, porn. No, not indeed. No, you are <laughs> That's not. That's its own niche. Yeah. <laughs> how did you? How did you get? How did you decide to like take that leap, that plunge? Because I feel like I feel like sorry to I, I yeah. feel like that is a that is I feel like I'm not alone in thinking. Oh, I like I would love I, I the the romanticized thought of like doing porn. Am I alone in that? Has anyone else been like, yeah, maybe I might do porn someday. Okay, people. maybe not many. Guys, uh, <laughs> oh, no judgment. But I, I feel, I feel like if I was gonna take that step, like that, that, that's the thing that's keeping me from doing it. Is like that is a very big leap of faith. Okay. So to go into that, to make that decision, to to actually do it, and like put it up on fans only or, or wherever you like you publish your stuff. What was that? What was that like? Well, I first started sex blogging. Um, that was kind of like my first like foray into like sex industry stuff. And through that, I just knew, ooh, we're getting very loud. I can hold it a little closer here. Okay. Um, so yeah, I first started sex blogging, and I just kind of like because of the content that I put out, which is just like a lot of info info about my sex life. Um, there would be dudes who would like read my stuff and be like, oh my god, you're so hot. <laughs> um, and then they'd be like, oh, I want like do I want your nudes. And I'd just be like, okay, but like pay me for them. And then um, because like the sex education industry and um, like the sex work industry are very like closely circled. Uh, I was like, oh look, there's like other options that will probably make me like a lot more money that I'm making right now. So like mine as well. So yeah, I just started selling nudes and I started on Patreon. Um, and then from there, um, just sold nudes in my Snapchat subscription. And then in like a year ago, um, I started on ManyVids, which is like an awesome, really awesome if you're looking for porn. ManyVids is like an awesome ethical site. Made many biz. Many vids. Sorry, many I have the eyes talk fast. Um, vids like V I Z V I D Z vids V I D V I D like, like videos but for videos videos yeah Got it. yeah so many vids yeah and um so it's like a, a site that like people can upload all their own amateur porn and if you want to get into it 100% it's a great way to make money um, it's like 60% payout on videos and you can set your prices and you get like a ton of exposure to like new clientele like that's what I found was when I uploaded there I was like what was your first video you ever uploaded to to that that I mean, like, because yeah. selling nudes, I mean, uh, I've sent, I should be sure. selling nudes. I, the amount of nudes I've sent out in my life, and, and now I for look free? back and I go, fuck, if I charge like oh, a dollar for everyone, I'd have like uh, $20 or, you know, whatever. But, uh, like, when you decided to, to go, okay, I'm going to put a, like a video out a video. and I'm going to sell it on like a legit, legit platform, mm-hmm. what was the, how did you make bank or what was the. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like my needs are so amazing. Everyone's going to want like super expensive stuff, like, or like uh, people are going to pay for this. But in reality, like if you're uploading it to a porn site where like everybody else is uploading porn, you kind of have to like be realistic about your expectations. So the first... Well, when we ask the question, who's paid for porn? I would say maybe 10 of you stood up. 
Like there was, a, there's not a lot of people paying for porn these days. Yeah, it's a competitive. Market. It's very competitive, yeah. and it's like some people, like a lot of people, assume sex workers don't work a lot, but we actually work so hard. And imagine selling porn and or selling something in a market where it almost no one pays for it. Do you know how hard that is? Like, yeah. yeah so it's kind of like there's a weird myth around that, but yeah. The first video that you did, what was it? Was it you? It was. Describe it very, uh, just describe exactly what was exactly happening. Exactly what I did. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I had someone who contacted me through my blog, who was a gentleman who was like, I'm really attracted to you. I'd like to commission some videos for you. Um, this was before I joined the site. And um, he, wait, I, this was a fan? <laughs> this was a fan? Yeah, I got people by me. Yeah, okay. So yeah, this is a Whoa. fan. Um, um, yeah, I'm a gentleman um, who's like, I'm a fan of you. Um, I'd like to spend money on you somehow. Um, and I had this, this, this uh, all related to a dildo. So there's um, a company uh, um, that's, what, I forgot their name, which is not good, but a glass a dildo company that went out of business. Um, I think it's like September, I guess, 2016 went out of business and but like they had like gorgeous glass dildos that were like really like beautiful but also very expensive especially if you're like the u.s exchange rate so it was like a 300 canadian glass dildo Holy that i really wanted fuck, i really dildo. wanted it was beautiful i should have brought it with me um so i was like i really want this but i don't want to pay for it so obviously proposition that to people who are in my dms um, as in hey pay for this for me and i'll send you videos or this kind of content that's kind of a great way to start doing that stuff especially if you're me <laughs> uh, so i was like hey like um i'll send you like a video of me reviewing this dildo if you buy it for me so he bought it for me and i was a video of me like trying the dildo for the first time. <laughs> I found that quotation marks because I definitely used it beforehand. Um, and so I was just kind of like just reviewing it as like... As, you're, like, as, as you're fucking yourself yeah, with it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Because like I do sex reviews like normally. So what you're saying so is you're really like, good yeah. at, at multitasking <laughs> yes, is what you're saying. obviously. Then. But it's kind of like, like, you know, you like play it up. So you're like... Oh my gosh, this curve, yes. Oh, yeah, it feels so good. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> How get your skin cameras out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're gonna sell some shit tonight. Who's want? Who wants to make some money? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was the first video I uploaded because I like I already had made it. So I was like, oh okay, it was okay. kind of like oh, I was like oh, like I guess like you know I should start doing this eventually. But I was like oh, like I can just put it up for now, and then right. I sold it. So that's okay to make like a custom video for somebody, but then release it to the greater yes. public. Yeah, you can totally do that because oh, um, you can. I like personally for me if people like have a custom order. Um, what they pay for, like the normal base pricing, is like for me to resell it. So like I only take on orders that like I'm comfortable with, but also that can be like sold to the wider public. So it's like a, if it's a super niche fetish or someone wants me to say their name, then like I'll charge more. And like um, sometimes like if they if they want it just for them, I'll charge like an exclusivity fee. So wow, yeah, there's a whole, you you really like the the amount of work that goes into it really is a lot. Yeah, even you just saying so that like of, of coming up with that entire structure like that that is that takes a lot of time and effort yeah, yeah what's the most niche kink fetish video you've ever done ever um well or like or or topic, topic? you know if i was like gonna i don't know go your site and look it up what would i put in the keyboard <laughs> section or something 
Yeah, um, I've been doing a lot of impregnation fantasy porn right now. Whoa, what? Impregnation <laughs> fantasy. Impregnation fantasy? Yeah. Does okay. that, that sound, so is that like, it, that's not pregnant porn. No. But it's like. It, it's it's coming me and make me pregnant, pregnant porn. Ah, yeah. okay. How does that work? It's basically just saying I want like I want you to put a baby in me. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of that. Like I want you to change the next nine months of my life <laughs> for uh, way that, way sometimes. way longer than that. I don't right, know. Right. Yeah. I want you to. I want you to. <laughs> I want you to change my entire life. The rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> It's like, um, it, it is, I think it's a fairly popular fetish, maybe. Is it? Okay. I, like, I've only been recently exposed to it, but then like all of a sudden like it's popping up in my life in certain ways. Like I realized um, my daddy Dom, like, he, like he's into that too. And I, I kind of like had picked up on a while ago because he said something. He's like, oh, I'd really love to knock you up. He said it like super casually. And I was like, mm. and I was like, all right, we'll like leave that for a second. Um, <laughs> and then, but then when it's like, once I started getting, like I got this one customer who bought four custom videos from me and they were all like impregnation fantasy porn I started doing them and I was like oh wait and I kind of like related it back and I was like hey like you're into this and he's like oh yeah and then yeah <laughs> interesting because I have no desire to have babies but I have oh, actually <laughs> and, and this is a, like a bit of a theme that we've been talking about lately is like you can't hold people responsible for things that they say during sex mm, like mm. You, anything goes but it has to be a very safe space like you know you gotta be free you gotta be self-expressive and I've definitely said things like that in the moment, yeah. but I don't really mean it. Yeah. Said, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That was that was way too fucking vague. Said what? I bet you want to get me pregnant. I bet you want to get me pregnant. Or something like that. No. I don't know. I don't remember. You can't <laughs> repeat them outside of that space. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't translate. The first rule of fight club is you don't talk about fight club. <laughs> It's like I, that. you know, what's really interesting is I'm hearing all of this for the for, for the first time, and I, I, I can't. I, I wonder because, like, I feel that question that we asked earlier, where everyone stood up, is like, do you, do you consider yourself a, a kinky person? I definitely do, and there's a lot of things that um, I have thought about, or or someone has asked me, and I and I, I immediately go to this space where I think, yeah, I could get into that. But the, the impregnation point, I can't, I'm sterile. I can't get anyone pregnant. And so I'm sitting here and I'm going, I have an idea. So <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, <laughs> I bet you wish you could. Yeah, piece of shit. I do. I fucking do. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, impregnation point, like that's not even something that I would have ever even considered. I, and, and I wonder if it's because like physically I just can't, but I get why it would be something that's so so hot for someone for you know because like that is that is sexually that's what that's how we are compatible it's like we procreate as humans and someone who spreads seed is like yes i want to do that also i've heard of impregnation porn from like uh like i want to get impregnated by like an alien like an extraterrestrial okay, that's a different thing yeah, yeah. oh is, and then I mean, you've done like, that too totally over, different over, overlapping <laughs> qualities but yeah oh that's a different thing I only do that when I'm wearing my green suit <laughs> that's I awesome I, I have done an alien video once but it wasn't you didn't <laughs> I did you did an alien video Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> no, I did like a blacklight situation and I had like a glowing dildo, so it just kind of worked out perfectly. And like my premise of it was like uh, the like the planet that I was on made me super super horny, and like my alien language was just moans. That was that was my <laughs> that was the premise of that video. 
Did how? I say it takes a lot of work? <laughs> I'm joking. But, it sounds but actually, like a full-time job. Do you write? Oh. Do you write scripts? Like from a creative standpoint, I'm really interested. Like, do you do you write or or do you just improv it? So I improv. Okay. Um, yeah. Obviously, like editing is amazing because you can just like if you say something dumb, you can just kind of like edit it out. But I have gotten scripts for like custom videos that I've done. Like the my impregnations, like the I call this my impregnation series. Um, the guy who um, custom ordered all of it, he like had scripts for me that were like Google Docs Whoa. that had pictures of like people in different poses of how he wanted me to pose in each Whoa. of like each of the like scenes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just really nice. So I was like, I don't think shit. of any of this. That's great. Yeah. There's a name for that. There's a there's a technical term for that, and it's um, script writing. It's uh, <laughs> no, but the photos. That's uh, what do you call that again? Storyboarding. Thank you. Storyboarding. storyboarding. Yeah. yeah, it was storyboarding. yeah. That's a it was thing. storyboarding. It had the script there. There was like Fuck. some really good lines too, like practice makes pregnant. And I was like, okay, or like put a baby in like or like Yo, like so I was like, hold, I want to gamble. Whoa, hold on, that was his line. <laughs> yeah, he put that in there. Practice you know makes what? pregnant. It's really that's hot. What, People love it. That's what this title. The title this episode is practice makes pregnant that's great yeah, Holy like, shit. Yeah, some, there's some really good ones. Or like, um, like it was a lot about like gambling because like the ones he wanted were like a cheat, like it was like a cheating situation, but it's kind of like a high a risk. Casino? Wait, gambling? No, what do no, you mean gambling? no, no, no. Like gambling, as in like, um, like, like how many times some you could come in someone and then like you'd gamble with the pregnancy type of thing. Like that like was Russian like, roulette. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> what did like when you're doing when you're. Do- <laughs> when you're doing that are you is there part of you that like did you you edit it all so like when you go to that line of like practice makes pregnant like did you did you did you like did you did you break did you laugh did you pull a fucking jimmy fallon on snl no really yeah i don't think so i was like oh my god i get so giddy i get (laughs) i just be like that line's so good i can't help but laugh like it just feels so I can't hold myself together. I, I honestly, I, bra- I would break it every moment. Maybe I- laughing porn is your thing. Yo, <laughs> yo, is that a thing? I th- it is. I like. I haven't experienced it myself, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Definitely, like on like on this on the site that I'm on, there's like um, a category section. It shows you all the categories that you can like tag um, your videos under, or just like if you want to like look up different videos oh and there's like God. so much different stuff like no, i'm like whoa i did not know that was a thing and here oh we are. right e1 e1 <laughs> i forgot e1 uh guest internet is like uh porn no we ain't letting you do that uh, sorry <laughs> no, it's all right i it's got, got ricardo's downstairs so we're set ricardo's uh it's a restaurant oh yeah, I could use my phone. Please I um, we were at Long and McQuaid earlier uh, to get these microphones. I know. <laughs> I was like, Wait, where is this going? Um, and I was standing at the counter while Jeremy was like ordering their equipment, and I'm just like, you know, it's my nap. It was my nap time because I get up early and I like to have naps. So I'm there, and I'm just kind of like, <sighs> and I'm looking around at all of the gear. And I, uh, like, my first, like, serious boyfriend was a musician, and so I spent a lot of time around, like, other musicians, and I always thought I had a thing for, like, musicians, but I think what I really have a thing for is gear. Like, I think there's something about it that, like, really turns me on, so I'm, like, looking at these, like, pieces of 
you know, the, everything. They have everything there, and they're all super knowledgeable. I'm looking at the people, I'm like, but is it the people that know the gear? It's not the people that know the gear. It's literally the buttons and all the things. And I started imagining, like, a boudoir shoot that was, like, all about, like, being naked on some, like, what are those things called with a switch, not a switchboard, but, like, a soundboard, and, like, you know, like, bondage with the these things and um and i was like yeah i think it's really just gear because who has time for the complicated emotions of the musicians (laughs) oh we're gonna watch some porn now uh what are you uh, looking at i don't don't think we are i don't think we are i feel that we're kind of weird doing this right now but (laughs) we might well (laughs) is it laughing porn is that what you're looking at oh laughing porn is a thing well, you know what? This tickling. is gonna sound. This is gonna it's sound. Tickling. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. It's just tickling porn. I'm a little too turned on. I'm turning this off. All right, yeah, here we go. Turn that down. So <laughs> anyway, turn all that off. I can't oh, look at that. Yeah, no. That's very distracting. All right, so you're you you do that. I do. But you you also like your blog. Your blog is actually pretty fucking cool because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of. Uh, I guess I guess submissions or what the fuck do you even say? What's the word you post? Post. There you go. Thank Jesus yeah. Christ, Jeremy. <laughs> There's a lot of posts that you 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 sort of like bring into the conversation things that that everyone or not everyone, but I feel like a lot of people are thinking about or want to want to discuss or want to talk about a lot a lot like sort of the the stuff that we dive into on the show. Um, and one of them one of the things that you talk about a lot is casual sex. Yes. I want to get your thoughts on this because. I think that that's, that's a thing that a lot of people have their own sort of view on, um, and I want to get your take on, on the idea of casual sex versus any other sex that someone might have. Okay, just in general? So yeah, in general. Like, what, are you, what are your I've thoughts on I've never been in a serious, committed relationship. Um, not on purpose, but so if anyone's looking, (laughs) um, but uh, so I've had casual sex. Like that's like been like, um, the first person I had sex with was a friend. I've had a lot of friends with benefits. Like casual sex is like just where I've been up until this point in my life. Um, I've definitely had feelings for people and I have like, um, had love for people. I haven't been in love, but yeah. So casual sex has just been a big part of my life. Are you searching for love? I wouldn't say searching, but, like, definitely open to it. Kind of, like, geared towards. I don't like searching, because that's, like, I'm not, like, going out and, like, being, like, I need to, like, this is a relationship. Like, I don't know. Like, I like I wouldn't date specifically to be in a relationship, if that makes sense. Like, if I, I want the connections to come naturally as I have them. And because, like, I am someone who, like... I don't necessarily gear towards non-monogamy or monogamy. Like, I'm very much, like, open depending on the people that I meet and the time that I meet them. Um, I, like, don't have a specific, I guess, like, agenda. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You also sound like you're really busy. Yeah. Like, you live you live in Hamilton, right? Yes, yes. And you were telling us earlier that, like, you're still a student. Yeah. And w- one thing I really love about your student experience that I wish... That we figured out earlier is like um, that you as you were studying you're like well I'm going to immediately apply this to what I already have going on in my life so you you did can you remind me what your what what your focus area was media so it's communications and multimedia is um, what I've been taking in school at McMaster and um, I'm in like my fifth year of my undergrad and I did my thesis last year but I made my thesis um, I did a redesign of my blog because I realized once I started blogging I was like 
I don't really want to do anything else because I didn't really find, I know I have a lot of feelings about academia. Uh, so I was like, I'm just going to apply this all to my blog. So every project that came my way, I was like, I'm going to make this about my blog so I can actually like... I do probably wouldn't want to do anything else either if I was having sex with glass dildos all the time. Like, I mean, it sounds pretty... <laughs> Like, I sit here and I'm go- like, I romanticize the fuck out of it. Like, who wouldn't want to just fuck themselves at home? Like, or other, or other people? Or, like, you just. Yeah, but, like, the media part of it, like, the yeah. social media, like, keeping up with, staying on top of the charts and, like, is it your, it's your, do you, would you say you make, like, a decent living? Like, is it a full time, it's a full time job? Yeah, so basically, like, between blogging and. Like, the porn stuff, yeah, it's 100%. Like, I put, like, I never stop working. And, like, when you're in that kind of job, like, and, and it's so important, like, the numbers are so important all the time. Like, how does it affect you if, like, there are, like, dips or, like, oh, I got to work harder when it it's, like, you're already working so fucking hard. Oh, gosh, hard. yeah, no, it's, it's, like, sometimes I need to remind myself that not everything is an upward movement. I think that's to any kind of, like, freelancer out there. Um, is that, like, you can go as hard as, like, sometimes you feel like you're kind of, like, a tire stuck in the mud where you're just, like, you're putting literally all your energy into it and, some, like, you just, like, aren't moving forward. Um, that's definitely, that definitely happens. Um, but I just kind of have to, like, realize that, um, so, yeah, for, like, forward isn't always the way. Sometimes you have to go back before you can continue on. Coming back to this, the casual sex thing, do yeah. you have you run into like um, so how do I word this? Uh, have you run into the issue? Who who in the audience like by, and by a round of applause and you can all close your eyes if you don't feel comfortable doing it. I'll do it with you. Uh, who's having ca- who's like actively having casual sex sex right now? All right, a few of you, Leah. No, no, I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking. I'm fucking with you. Uh, so, if in the, in those scenarios, I feel like oftentimes in having casual sex, having casual sex, uh, it, you run up in into this like. I found that that like you, it's it's really hard to not get tangled up in emotion. Oh yeah. Whether you want it or you don't want it, like it comes from both sides, and I want to know how you've navigated that or like what your thoughts are on on that in general like how you've come up against that or if you have sure yeah of course yeah like feelings definitely is something that um does pop up sometimes and more more so than not I guess depending um I feel like the first person that I like really had feelings for like I wasn't like emotionally mature to realize what like there was some, like, abusive stuff with that kind of, like, relationship that we had, the first person that um, I, like, had feelings for. Um, but, like, recently, um, like, my... I've got a friend with benefits who's also my daddy dom, um, if you guys are familiar with kink. Um, and him and I, like, we're very much, like, romantically interested in each other. Like, the other day, we're, like, we had... Like, we both told each other that we have a lot of love for each other. So not I love you, but... We have a lot of love for each other. Um, and, like, we've been seeing each other for, like... A, <laughs> You're oh, just <laughs> beating around the... What the fuck? You're just <laughs> I did that for months be, No, no, no. Being, in, being in love... Being in love is very different than having love for someone... I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, sure. I have not felt. You sure you know you guys aren't just being bashful and being like, I 100%. have a lot of love for you. I have a lot of love for you. And no, then like, no, 100%. you hang up. No, you hang 100%. up. One hundred percent. So, so yeah, we've been. Who hangs it. up first? That's the question, I guess. 
both of us. Okay, well, then I guess you guys aren't alone. I feel like yeah. that's, that's a very bad indication of who loves you. I know, that's, that is the indication that if that's love. If you can't hang up, you are in love. <laughs> are you still in kindergarten? <laughs> Um, no, yeah, so we, um, we've been, like, seeing each other and sleeping together since last, I guess, not this past December, but the December before. Our first date was on New Year's, um, so, like, a year, over a year now, and we definitely, like, have feelings for each other, but we're still, like, seeing each other casually, if that makes sense. Mm. I think casual romanticism can exist, because I feel like there's, like, there's a huge um, idea of what casual sex is, and it's like, oh, like you can't have emotions for each other, and you can't really care about each other's feelings. But I think like that is a, like you're allowed to like care about someone because it's like that. That's what makes good friendships. That's what makes good relationships. And I think that can exist in settings where you're like, hey, maybe it's not a good time for us to date or be in love right now. Because mm-hmm. like for like him and I, like, they're, like I'm really busy with my stuff. He is in school and has some mental health stuff going on it's like just not a good time for us to be in a relationship together and sometimes you have to be realistic about that i'm not going to try to force something that's like you know not good but also i don't want to lose this person for my life for my life i feel like uh the esther perel would say like that's so great for your desire and your lust and your sex life is like it's just it's just out of reach it's something that like you want but you can't have because it's not the right time but Mm -hmm. um but that kind of keeps stoking the fires of desire, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's difficult to navigate, especially like if um, there's someone who's like wanting to progress something like a little bit more than the other person, like in other circumstances. Um, but just like being open, um, like any time that I've like in recent years had feelings for someone. I'm just, like, upfront about it. I know there's, like, a lot of times where people are like, oh, I want to be chill, I want to be chill, and, like, oh, I'm super chill, guys, like, I'm not going to, like, you know, let, like, the other person know that, like, I'm having these feelings, but for me, I'm just like, hey, like, all cards on the table, like, this is how, this is where I am, and, like, let's see how we can move forward together, and that doesn't necessarily mean we need to be in a relationship, that doesn't need, like, or mean that things need to change, but, like, here's how I'm feeling and, like, how we can navigate that, yeah. So, yeah, open communication, that's just, like, important. One of the things that I <clears throat> I wanted to touch on was well, so I think it's pretty obvious. We talked to you about how you make amateur porn, so mm-hmm. there's lots of content of you doing porn on the internet. Um, and there's a part of your a part of your blog, and I I thought this was really interesting. Was there's there's a uh, as we were like sort of sifting through your content, there was a post. And it was actually a part two. That's the one I read. Was it was all about like. Upgrading your nudes, of course. Which which I am all about, uh, but also I, I I will say this straight up. Like when I read it, I was like, well, I don't know if any of this applies to me because I I don't. Uh, it's a very gender neutral. It was. Uh, I don't know. No, it's very practical. It, it's I like, mean, yeah, sure, here's it the been. gear that you need, and uh, it could have like, been. You have a butt. Setup. Everyone has a butt. You can do I buttons. do have a butt. Yeah, that's true. Who here is like a fan? Of and by round of applause, a fan of like taking your own nudes. Even if you don't have someone fa- to send them my to. My favorite part right here yeah. was just looking at this couple back here, of them discussing like, do we take our own nudes? <laughs> I mean, you've taken nudes of me, uh-huh. and I've taken nudes of you, but like, do you take your own nudes? Who's a fan of receiving nudes? Yeah, who likes to get nudes? Okay. Consensually. 
There's a lot of dick pics being sent. I don't. I don't call dick pics nudes. I'm just like that's like a different. That's just a different level. No, that's it's gotta be more artistic to be yeah. a nude. Yeah. Like it's. This is what I'm talking. This is what I'm talking about. I need to learn. I need to learn some stuff. Uh, who who's a fan of sending nudes? Yeah. Feels good. Feels good sometimes. So you had this post, mm-hmm. which was all about upgrading your nudes. And yes. I was like, man, you know what? I feel like there's going to be at least a couple people in this audience tonight that are, are going to feel like... Because here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing about nudes. I've taken, I have lots of nudes. I have lots of nudes. My phone is a fucking smut machine. This thing right here is loaded with garbage. Oh, you should see my Google photos. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. One but, of my like previously unexplored careers was starting a bathroom blog, which was like a blog about still, literally bathrooms. I and still love that. It's idea. called the Bog Blog, and yeah. I I one of my favorite things to do is taking like risque photos as quickly as I can in like public Ooh. bathrooms, yeah, like yeah. where anyone could walk in, like at bars, you know, like the ones you walk into and you're like, I could have sex in here, and then they have like a full length mirror, and you're like, damn, mm. and then like you like pull your pants down real quick, oh yeah, and hope nobody walks in. I've never been caught, but I have a ton of those on my phone as yeah. well that I've never sent I'm just like I feel compelled and I have to do it and yes. eventually someone's gonna ask me for a nude and I'm not gonna feel sexy and I'll be like well Here we here's one from last week yeah I'm in the same boat where I have a bunch of nudes that I've never sent but I also look at them and I go these are awful no I do <laughs> but then I looked at your post and I was like hey these don't have to be awful there's a bunch of things that I can do that are very practical and easy and I'll make them great so what I wanted to do was actually like bring the whole crowd, the whole audience through this process. Of course. Um, and, and talk about how to upgrade your nudes. So let's, it, it, it's, a short, it's a short little thing here. Sue's University. Sue's University. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sue's 101. Uh, so upgrade your nudes. You, your blo- you have two, you have, it's a two-part uh, piece yes. on your blog. The first part is like lighting and like kind of like more of the technical stuff. Part two is like the good stuff. Part like two posing. gets into the fucking yeah. jam. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, look, feel free to to just riff here. Yeah. But I put together a little thing. This is what I took from it. So we got number one. Let's start from top down. Really. Top I mean, down. what to do with your face? Yeah. I also, like facial this are nude so important. looks like if I had this. And it was me. <laughs> I feel like I'd be pretty stoked on that <laughs> shot. Here's my first question before you get to the shit to do with your face. Okay. How the fuck did you take that? Does that? <laughs> what do you because mean? that doesn't look like a selfie. You're not that looks oh, like... no, 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 no. I've got like a full setup in my room. I've got okay. like, I have a selfie light, um, and which is like what I cover in part one, actually, if you read that. Okay. <laughs> um, I've got like a selfie light, and I have um, like, a, like a little like thing that holds your phone. Like so you can like set it up. Like, yeah. Kind of, yeah, like a phone tripod. So it's all set up so like I don't have to like, majority of my needs that I take nowadays are, aren't with like my hands okay yeah so now but i do cover that now here's the thing yeah. that because I, I i i have this thing where when i watch horror films oh, and trust me this is going somewhere okay when i watch <laughs> horror films i get very scared but i like i like being scared but i don't like being too scared and when i'm watching it the way that i don't, I don't get too scared is i think about um the everyone who's on set while they're sh- shooting the scary movie and then I go, oh, it's not so bad because there's a cameraman there and there's a director and an AD and there's a guy in craft who's like, fuck, I didn't bring the thing that they wanted. 
And then and then I'm like, yeah, this isn't so scary. And then I look at this and I'm like, are you? So here's what I pictured. Okay. You've got your uh, I don't know, it looks like a, crop. a dress or a crop top, and then you just pull it down over your breast. Oh, yeah. And then you have the the spanky thing, and you have the light set up, and it's right in front of your bed. And then you go around and you hit take the photo but it's set up on a 10 second timer and then you race around and you get the end of this position and you're like it's a lot easier than that (laughs) and then you go back and you're like fuck I was uh, half of me was in frame and then you do it again and again and again until you get it is that how it works yeah no no it's a lot simpler than that you need to read part one part one is really important so how do how do you you should get a remote Right. Well, yeah, you can get remotes, and the, those are super cheap on Amazon. But for me, on my like, I've got a Samsung phone. I can hold my hand up like this, and then it puts the timer on automatically. It's key. Korea. And you use, you said you Korea use the selfie c- camera. I use the you selfie camera. I don't use the back the camera. Image. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you gotta have, you know, so I can a set good up, selfie camera. Feel right. myself, and then I just kind of like, and I also I can say like, um, I can say smile, and it takes the picture, and I can say oh, cheese, and it's yeah. What is, Sam- I, what Samsung, is the iPhone doing? Samsung's on the next like, level. People make fun of the cameras, but they're all very great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. So all right. Well, let's talk about what to do with your face then, because I never, I try to keep my face out of it because I feel that's like true. my face looks weird in nudes. <laughs> So what's, <laughs> what's I mean, like, move? not everyone wants to show their face, but um, sure. I show my face a lot because it's very expressive. It is. So yeah, well, okay, I don't have my glasses on, so like, I'm trying to see the points here. Okay. Yeah, the first one says mouth, mouth moves. Mouth moves. Yeah, so you can do a ton of different things with your mouth because you, if you can put a dildo in it if you wanted to to like show that you're sucking on something. Holy moly! Um, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to go that extreme, that's like yeah. the extreme side. But like, even just like, like, uh, do you want like, and in the first part, I talk about kind of like setting up like where you want this nude set to go not you don't have to do this all the time but like is it going to be like more playful is it going to be more like dominant like like you can kind of have like a style to your nude setting for the day like I when I take different sets um because like I upload sets to sell um like I kind of have like a different like vibe for each of them so which is kind of cool I mean like you know you're talking from like the professional side of things but like if you have a partner and you're like I'm gonna send you some news today and it's all this themed like that's that's awesome. That's pretty next fucking level. cool. Yeah, that's next level. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So with your mouth, you can do different things. Like I like to like you know like um like just like do things like with my hand. So like I've, this kind of seems kind of weird because I only my, one of my one of my nails broke off. But like you can kind of like you know play with your mouth like this or like kind of like gnawing on that crop, which seems weird at the time, but it's like it comes off in a cute like playful way. Um, you can do like pouty things, like you know just general like I don't know. Use the most ex- like sometimes you just smile, but like if you. Think of yourself like, um, I don't know, matching the vibe that you want to create for the person that you're sending them to. Then, you know, you can create playful movements. It's yeah. really funny. What you just said, <clears throat> what you just said reminded me of this thing that I think I told you the other day. I took, we, I, we were talking about getting headshots done and like photographers and sometimes photographers like are there, you know, their job is to make you comfortable while you're, while they're taking just photos of only you. Which is the weirdest place to put yourself in, in general. And I remember one time I was getting headshots from this guy, uh, Kevin Clark. He's actually an amazing... If anyone's looking for headshots, he's in Vancouver. He's amazing. And I remember <laughs> I remember he was like... He was taking the photos and I just felt so weird. And he just goes, hey, you know what? Just... Someone's in the kitchen cooking something good. And it smells amazing. <laughs> smell it. Just smell it. 
what does it smell like? And I was like, it smells good. So he took the shot and he was like, yeah. And I went, really? And I looked at it and I went, holy fuck, that does look good. Yeah, well so done. you kind of want to imagine like where imagine you're going with this. Imagine that mom's making some lasagna. Well, maybe not like that. Maybe right, so or there's <laughs> somebody across the room and you accidentally made eye contact and you're feeling a little embarrassed but you don't want to look away. Or Make someone's dicking you down. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one too. Give yourself okay. some scenarios. <laughs> All right, yeah, we got some, what fun. to do with your face. We got mouth moves so you can bite a crop, put your finger in your mouth or just, just, just like stuff. in general Smile, like, pout, you know, shape just, with your mouth. And then eye contact. Eye contact. So yeah, you can like look at the camera if you want to you can also like look down because it's kind of like sultry if you're like not looking Mm. at the camera whatsoever or like to the side it's kind of like playful you can do a bunch of different things this is like i literally my i'm thinking about the nudes i've taken and and already haven't considered a fraction of this (laughs) his hands around face like like this i I consider like you know like playing with your hair or like like stuff like that like I don't know I like playing with my hair a lot so that's kind of natural to me or like just like you know like laying your like your hand like this or like like even like you that it's like, you can, I, I, like do, I do this a ton it's, it's so weird it, like it's just like like even in the what the pr- promo I did on Instagram today I was like hi it's just kind of what I do um, but yeah you can use your hands for different things too because it just it adds a bit more interesting flair than what like, about this here's one my what about body. this one where you're just like rap <laughs> you're the DJ hi. it's like yo DJ. wicka wicka one two it just adds a more interesting flair. It's just like, you know, like, yeah, this, I'm a, this yeah. is what this I'm is fainting. <laughs> I'm fainting. Hello. All right. Okay. What else uh, we got? The next one we got. These ones so, are getting better, So that's y'all. what you do with your face. We're you bite crops, you make, uh, you look down, and you, <laughs> you faint. And the I next faint. one is what to do with your body. There we go. You just chose a very bad mirror one of my post, but that's okay. I'll Yo, what consider- the fuck? This was in your blog. What I do you know, mean I chose I a bad one? <laughs> it's okay. Um, so yeah, there's a, like a ton of different stuff you can do. Um, I feel like it's kind of, I don't know. On the blog, you had like standing up, sitting down, standing laying, up, sitting down, down laying down. Laying like, down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like think of what I wrote. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like um, I'll go by each by each piece by piece mirror selfies like that's like definitely a certain aesthetic um so if some like if you're in a public place like you mentioned mirrors are super great for that because it definitely shows that you're in a public place kind of shows your environment that's a bad example hmm. i definitely just threw that up because that was the most recent <laughs> recent picture that i had taken in a mirror i always um, find when i take mirror selfies my face looks stupid as fuck why yeah do you look at the lens in the mirror or yourself or, or, or yourself you have to play around with it that's like the like if you, you can't just take one and go you need to like see yeah, what's up with your face so like yeah, in okay. that one i was like i look at the screen on your it. phone um I, like on i my like phone. it i There's like it when the face is like a little bit obscured by the yeah. phone yeah you're like clearly it's, it's adoring a little mysterious yourself. and yeah. you're like hi and yeah. for me with my classic like mirror poses i like to kind of like put my legs together like in like a like a mermaid type of fashion, so like kind of like this. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't Classic. know. It's just like an like a cute it's red, little. It's red. Now carpet. what about me? Yeah. If I was doing it, would I just do the splits <laughs> and bend all the way over? You could do like a like a not. I mean, splits maybe <laughs> not, but like a power stance. I do, I'm not showing that photo. No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> but you could do a Fuck. power power stance. Yeah, powerful okay. stance. What about the second one here? Are you just are you're in a tent and you forgot oh, to yeah. put your pants on? What's going on there? <laughs> I was actually um, I was at a cam. It was called Cam Girl Clubhouse. And it's like a like a online content, sexy content creator retreat that was in North Carolina. And so it's eventually like wow, it was just, man, it was, that just is. A, I bet 
I bet it's not as sexy as it sounds. I bet it's oh, like, no. we're, we, you know, get your notebooks out. We're going to work. I mean, it wasn't Without notebooks. It was on. get your tits out. We're going to work. That's, uh, <laughs> that's more like it. It was, it was pretty sexy. It like, sounds exciting. It was just like boobs and butts and like vulvas everywhere. And like you, just every time you'd walk through the house, there'd be like someone orgasming somewhere or like fake orgasming. Yeah. Um, so wait, where, uh, where, do I, where do I sign up for that? <laughs> no. Okay. You don't get to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had like a tent outside. So if you wanted to like film like tent porn, you could. Which is like, Wait, so you are in a tent? Again. I am in a tent. Yeah, that's what it is. It. What's up? Like, um, so I've been in a tent before. Whatever. <laughs> so what I did for that picture um, was just put it obviously like horizontal, so you can choose like if depending on the medium. So if you're like uploading these to Snapchat, because sometimes I do like pre-film like my Snapchat stuff. Obviously, you're gonna want it in like a um, like a vertical fashion. Um, depending on who you're sending them to, mm. they might want like horizontal. So maybe consider um, the technical aspects there. <laughs> this next one, I like this next one. Like this next one makes me think of how how the positioning of the camera is really important. Like angles mm, of camera yeah. really yeah. makes a difference. Oh yeah. Cause it's like some, like if you're looking from like, if you angle it down at you, so like I'm like sitting on my knees and like knees is kind of like a submissive position. So if you angle it down also, she's like, she's really good for cleavage. It's kind of like, Oh, like I'm like, like at your feet or something like that kind of implies like a little bit yeah. more than a normal other pose would. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So am I, and I'm I, yeah. So am I. Okay, uh, let's butt get some butt. The butts ones is the the best. I feel like my slides. We love butt pics. We our Instagram we, yeah. is just full of beautiful butts. I know. I saw that. There's not enough men butts. I gotta say that, guys. Come on, send us your fucking butts because I don't feel comfortable putting mine on there. I've already done it once. Help me out. Let's get some men butts up there. But these are these are nice. Thank you. Actually, like when you mentioned public bathrooms, the um the one on the top. Is in a public oh, bathroom. Yeah, it's my totally. favorite, my favorite bar in Hamilton. Perfect opportunity. Yeah, I know, yeah. it's great. So yeah, I know my, my. I feel like angles are very essential for oh, butt pics. Oh, hundred percent. I feel like they always work like a little bit lower, like a little bit lower than your butt, or sometimes it may be a bit higher depending okay. on where you are. Um, but like play around with it. Obviously. Why? Because if it's straight on, it's just a. If pancake? it's straight on, it's just like yeah, a butt. Like so, and okay. also. Arching your back is extremely important. So, like, ah. if, I, if I go like this, my butt it. isn't as amazing. But if I go like this, my butt's a lot more amazing. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, you kind of have to, like, pop it out a bit. Like, I, like, arch my back in a lot of my pictures. Like, my butt's great by itself, for sure. But it, it gets enhanced if I can kind of, like, you know, like, tooch it out. Now, what if you threw <laughs> your back out like I did a couple of days ago? Oh, no. And arching your back, you're like, owie, owie, owie. Well, then maybe it's not the time to take a butt. Pick. Good call. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like hands on butts. Oh yeah, like, you know, like there's a butt pick, like, but there's a hand on like it, a cl- like a little hole. Yeah, yeah. Or you can like spank I, it. You know what? You I actually, it. I really, my, I love the the fingers under the under the cheek. This is under a thing that I've cheeks. seen a couple oh, times. Like yeah. fingers under the cheeks, where you're kind of like, like hold this it up is a where bit? my butt line is. And I'm intensifying it with my own body. Yeah, you yeah, know what? You know what I do is um, sometimes like I can t- I take videos of just me posing, and then I can turn them into gifts on my yes. phone. So uh, it's just like I can do like stuff like hold the yeah. like hold the underneath the butt line and kind of like jiggle it up. It's yeah. real cute. I always find movement. Gifts, guys. Gifts like, are the new nudes. It's movement like movement <laughs> media is like way more comfortable for me than a, like a frozen second in time. Like yeah. it's so much harder to get that second right than it is to get like. Some movement yeah. in a photo? Some videos, video? and then you can convert it to pictures. You can take screenshots, or you can yeah, move them to GIFs, and that's really hot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Boob pics. I mean, Boob you know what? I've, look, <laughs> My titty I'm bed. just going to say these looked easy. <laughs> these look easy? Yeah. I mean, they are easy. I mean, is there any effort going into this? You Honestly. really just take a picture of your boobs and you're <laughs> done. Speak, they speak for themselves. That's true. Honestly, that's, yeah, part of it. But, like, I feel like even though my boobs are big, like, any any boobs look great in these poses. But I like I like for if I'm like standing for sure like kind of like an upward angle if I'm taking it. It's like this. Up it's coming like down. Up coming down. Yeah. Um, or like even sometimes like uh, the other day I was wearing this sweater and I didn't have a bra underneath because I don't wear a bra most times. Um, and I was at the cafe and I was taking like I was like ooh like a sneaky like thing for my like premium Snapchat where I just like put the like put my phone underneath and I like filmed up my. Up my titties. <laughs> I like that so, too. So you can do that too. Wait, did you? Sorry, I lost. I was. Uh, <laughs> did you say you did that at Starbucks? Wait, I I wasn't listening. My local cafe. Okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, They're a lot more chill. <laughs> really, like so. I guess there's not really much to say about boob pics. You no, just take them and then they just, work. They're just good. I just Great. wanted to <laughs> put my awesome boobs in a post. Yeah. <laughs> so let's. Uh, Are we done? Jeremy, you ready to move on? Sorry, what? The uh-huh. pool pick. What was, was the? Oh, right, right, right. See, I I think that there's like a you know there's like a bit of a, a breastfeeding thing that I got kind of got hooked on in my own mind ch- when it comes to boobs. Early on in the podcast, I think we I asked you whether there was any, but I on. just feel like the reason breasts or those kinds of curves are very appealing is like this nurturing. A mothery kind of part of our brains that's just like that's food, that's survival, that's, food. that's like yeah. life. My titties are your food, everybody. Yes, <laughs> snack on that. I found. Oh, I don't even know if this is something that I should say. I. Say it. Mm, I'm feeling weird. Yeah. Yeah. This Christmas, my mom was like, "I didn't <laughs> breastfeed you," and I went. Oh, oh, that's why that explains so much. I, you know what? I've got a breastfeeding kink too. Because so like, I'll admit I, that. Yeah. I just want. I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Ooh. What an appropriate. She, I'm not even. I'm not even joking. She was like, "Yeah, no, I didn't breastfeed you. You, you were like formula baby." And I was like, "Oh my god, thirsty." That's why. Yeah, that's why I always have a boob in my mouth. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well. <laughs> I, th- I still Thank feel you like for that. I, I look here, okay. Here's the thing. I still feel like this was great, and mm-hmm. and you're great at explaining that stuff. But like, I feel like as a, as a person with a penis, I don't feel like I took much from that. And I don't mean that's to like fair. shit on you. No, that's okay. What I don't sh- have a penis, so I can't really. Yeah, I know. You. But what you take more, you take way more photos of bodies than than anyone I've known in my life. So oh. like, if I was gonna, if you were, if you requested me to send you a nude, mm-hmm. what could I do? What could I do to like send you a nude that you would go, hey, hey. this was not a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Holy mo- fuck. Mo- <laughs> movements with hands, I think, are really important. Um, I mean, not jazz hands, but like okay. if you say if you're taking like a shirtless or like a, like a naked selfie in the mirror. Yeah. But like if you kind of like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a good like example. This, like this one? Pew, 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 pew. Hi, everybody. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> um, or something that's like even like, if, say like, let's say you're in jeans and you're taking a shirtless selfie. If you have like a really strong hold on your belt or something like that, like that's like hot to me. Right. Or like if you're holding like 
like a belt in like a dominant way or something like that while you're naked like that's hot too like so like kind of like using that stuff to your advantage or like holding a vacuum you know or like a broom <laughs> or clean my uh, house please <laughs> cranking a cranking cranking some pipes under the sink actually that, that I wouldn't hate that plumber that's, butt yeah? yeah a little plumber holding butt holding a pizza sure. holding a pizza hello <laughs> or I don't know I, um, I had a partner one of my previous partners was like very like kind of vagabond traveler man and I we traveled together and he split wood outside of like uh, this place that we were staying That's and I was like so oh my hot. god I was like it was like the hottest thing just him like hacking at some wood I was like this is surprisingly like like forearms oh thank you <laughs> a man and his wood <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. Uh, well, this I I I pre I have to say, like you know, straight up, this is one of those things where oftentimes we'll have a guest on, and I it it it's easy for us to forget like how hard it might be to put yourself in a position where you stand in front of or sit even just with the two of us if we were just at the studio and talk to us like that. That's a a request. That's a big thing. You're in a vulnerable position. But to sit here and talk about this sort of stuff in front of a crowd of people, regardless of the fact that a lot of the stuff you put online is you... Uh, Touching my vulva, yeah. Doing that? Uh, I, it still ta- I feel like it still takes a lot of courage. And I want to say thank you so much for coming in and, and chatting with us and giving nice. us a little fucking peep into like what it means to... To, to work in the sex world and the sex industry. And if someone or anyone who heard this wants to support you, where can they find your shit? So they can go to redhotsues.com. That's my blog. I'm also on Twitter at redhotsues. And if you want to see me naked, um, you can go to... Gwen Adora. So my poor name is Gwen Adora. Um, and then you'll see, if you go to my Twitter and my blog, you'll probably find, I like do a cro- lot of cross referencing and linking. Um, but Gwen Adora um, on Twitter and GwenAdora.ManyVids.com is where I sell my videos. And I'm also on Patreon as well for nudes under Red Hot Zeus. So, so the, if you're looking to support some uh, some porn and you feel guilty about not paying for your porn, <laughs> you can just tip me. <laughs> you, yeah, or that. Uh, go check out redhotsues.com. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, everything, all the links. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. support sex workers. Suze, thank you yeah. so much. Uh, Bridie, thank you so much thank for you being so much, my baby. wife. Thank you for having <laughs> me. This is so good. I love you. I love I'm you so too. in love with you. Thank Aww. you, Toronto. I love you. You know what, <clears throat> Toronto? We had a recent guest on. Did we release Ramsey's episode? Yeah, we, we did. did. She she used to live in Toronto and and then moved away. And I asked her if Toronto was an ex lover. How would you characterize? them and she gave a really sweet response and i've been thinking about it like driving into toronto today and i was thinking about how like toronto for me is like uh is like i know i've had too much to drink when i start thinking about texting toronto you know you're like (laughs) it was a while ago and you know a lot of things have changed but there's like an, a familiarity and an intimacy there that like sometimes I want to touch base with but you don't yeah but I don't want to do it under the influence because that because you don't know, just it doesn't ever trouble. feel it doesn't ever feel good no how, well then if Toronto was your ex your ex lover how would you feel about your ex lover right now I always think about that big and I, it's so t- 
like cliche, but that big you've changed on the wall on, uh, <laughs> on Queen West. And every time I see it, I'm like, it's true. Every time I come back here, I feel that. And I feel that about Toronto. It's changes. I'm like, this, this used to be a place that I liked to go a lot. And now I don't even know you. Wait, whoa, you're giving like some hate on your ex-boyfriend? No, it's not hate. It's, it's respect. Just, it's, yeah. it's like, we've, we've changed. We're not the way I like to we remember to us. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about my ex named Toronto, but what I would say is that they're fucking beautiful and they changed my life forever. Just like all of you did tonight. Thank you all so fucking much. That was a great ending. Thank you all so much for coming out tonight. Thank you, Toronto. Thank you, Suze. Thank you, Entertainment One. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.